Court reporters hold one of the most important roles in the justice system. We're entrusted with the official records of the courts, and we also have to run our own businesses, which is not something most of us were prepared for. I'm Bryn Seymour, freelance court reporter and life coach, and I invite you to join the discussion about the problems we face and the solutions we create on the unique journey of a stenographer. Welcome to the Entrepreneurial Court Reporter Podcast. So I wanted to record a quick episode about how we can think on a higher level as business owners, as freelance court reporters. The reason I want to do this topic is because whenever I talk about this or mention it to anyone, I get a lot of questions, a lot of feedback and comments and engagement around this topic. People are really interested in it. And the reason is because freelance court reporters, first of all, when I think about freelance before I knew about court reporting, just in general, the word freelance, I think of like a struggling artist, someone who is living paycheck to paycheck struggling counting every penny that they have doesn't have a consistent flow of work or money so they're struggling like a struggling artist but court reporters yes we're freelancers but we're not struggling financially our issue is not money actually we make a lot we make enough to definitely get by we'll never be hungry if we're working as court reporters and we'll even have extra to be able to delegate so the issue is not money for us for court reporters it's actually time Time is the most valuable resource that we can have. Once we lose an hour or once we lose any time, once it passes, we can never get it back. So how do you want to be spending your time? Do you want to spend your time working constantly 24-7? Of course, literally not working 24-7, but you know, I just use that as an exaggeration because that's how I felt when I was working at my busiest time in my life. And as court reporters who want to make a difference in our industry and fill a gap, we all know that there's a gap, I'm sorry, a shortage of court reporters in a nationwide shortage of court reporters. And if we cannot free ourselves up to take on more work, while reducing the amount of hours that we work, we're gonna end up being very burned out, hating our jobs, probably quitting or wanting to go into a different career, or just not being able to take many jobs. We'll probably be like, I'm I'm limiting myself to three jobs a week or two jobs a week, because it's too much. Because all the work that goes into producing the transcript, getting it from the rough draft to the final, with all the appearance pages, all the data entry, the portal submissions, the scoping, the proofreading, the applying the changes that the proofreader made, the coordinating with Scopus and proofreaders to make sure that they're available. You can't just send it because you don't even know if they're going to be available. You have to confirm with them first. There's so many little details that go into it, so many decisions that need to be made. And that is the recipe for brain overload, brain shutdown, brain overwhelm, and burnout. So if you really want to think smart and work smart and make as much money as possible in as little amount of time as possible, we have to really think on a higher level. We have to realize that we are not just freelancers. We are actually running a business and we can afford to pay people to do these things for us. Now, even if you use a bunch of different scopists or a few that you really like, or maybe you have one that's dedicated to you, but you still don't have, like, it's still not 100% that they're going to be available. You can't just get a job out of sight, out of mind as soon as you're done with it because you still have to double check, right? So you may have a team of scopists and proofreaders that are helping you to save a little bit of time, but overall, you're still going to be spending hours managing the process, tracking down the deadlines, making sure you get it back at the, at the right time. Like, making sure that the changes are applied, setting aside time for that. But honestly, the last thing that we want to be doing is all this data entry slash busy work, administrative work after a long deposition or after any deposition. The last thing I want to do is reread the transcript in any way, shape or form. Like all I want to do after a deposition is pass out, (laughs) lay down and just relax and just think and just 
spend some time meaningfully with my family, maybe pray, maybe go to church, maybe like do some something fun, maybe plant a plant. Like I have so many hobbies and interests and creative talents and passions and extracurricular activities and commitments that I had in my life before I got super busy with court reporting. And it really hurt me to have to give a lot of that stuff up, to not have the freedom that I thought I was going to have. The whole reason I got into freelance court reporting was to have more freedom and more time. So when I got to the busiest point in my life where I felt like I was always waking up at 5 or 6 a.m. to start working on transcripts, and then I was also going, like, staying up into the late hours of the night or even into the morning hours, again, working on transcripts, I actually do enjoy scoping. I enjoy it. Like, I love it. But it wasn't healthy at all. And I realized that if I try to do this myself, I get too into it and I take up, it takes too much time. And like, I'm just not willing to sacrifice my entire life and all my time into work. That's just not healthy. I don't think it's healthy at all. I think in order for us to live a balanced life, we have to really be fully present with our friends and family when we do something outside of work we have to establish boundaries maybe office hours or working hours I don't know I just know that I wanted to create a way for me to just literally only have to go and show up at the job and do what only I can do which is write on the machine using our god-given talent of writing stenography show up at the job swear in the witness take down the testimony and then I just want it out of sight, out of mind. I don't want to have to deal with it throughout the entire process and worry about all these little minute details. Like just spending so much time on that management of transcripts, it just drained me. It would drain me so much. And I would just feel like there has to be a better way to do this. And I I just one day I just put my foot down and I said, okay, I don't want to give up work. I want to work as much as I can to fill the to help with the shortage where there's a shortage of court reporters. We should create the capacity for us to take on as much as we can. So I don't want to turn down work in order to do more work. I really want to free up my time from all these overwhelming little details that I have to take care of. So I need to hire someone. I need to think like a business owner. And I thought about it for a while without taking action. Like I knew I wanted to do it, but time kept passing by and I was like, I don't know what to do. I just don't know what to do. And I tried to reach out to like, what's it called? Spark, I think it is. The business mentor program. It's a free business mentoring and I reached out to them. The best advice that they gave me was just do it. And then I ended up hiring a consultant to help me because I just didn't feel confident in my ability to host interviews and post this job description and like have people come in in person. I wanted someone to help me and support me and kind of like reinforce the process and be make it more official because I just didn't believe in myself at the time. Now with the coaching tools that I have after becoming a coach, like I totally could just do that. But but I hired someone to help me and it actually even though I spent $3,000 on just having his support and guidance on the process and having him basically just push me to do it, even though I spent that much money on having someone help me to spend more money on hiring someone, it actually was so worth it because I'm telling you, like, it's not money that's an issue for us. It's time. We can always make more money. There's no shortage of money in this world. They're always printing more money. And There's just no shortage of money, but there is a shortage of time. Like we can't get our time back, but we can always make more money. And 
when we delegate, we're actually saving money in the long run because we're increasing our capacity to take more work, to earn more revenue. And though a a small percentage of that revenue is going towards someone who's helping facilitate the entire business process, that is very a very small price to pay for the benefits that we receive, for the peace of mind, for the time that we get to spend with our families and loved ones and doing the things that are truly meaningful to us. It is invaluable. It is priceless. If you can find the right person, if you can go through the process of vetting and testing and making sure that you find someone who's reliable and don't give up until you do because that person does exist. Believe it or not, that person exists. You just have to find them. And of course, having the mind of a leader, someone who wants to serve those who are working for you, those who like understanding and realizing the value that they're providing to you is so much more than what you're paying them and not ever hesitating. Like you should want to pay them. You should be happy and excited to pay them. I'm always happy and excited to pay Natalie because I always remember and remind myself the value that she brings by freeing up my time, by freeing up my mental energy, giving me the brain power to think on a higher level, to actually move forward in my business. Like having the time that she has saved for me allowed me to start a podcast, allowed me to do so many different things, allowed me to become a certified life coach by the Life Coach School and to really just take care of myself so that I can provide the highest level of work and help as many people as possible. There was a hypothetical example that I used when I was recording the last episode that unfortunately I could not release because of audio issues. But so I'm re-recording it and remembering right now that I done a hypothetical example. So let's say you work 60 hours a week, including going and showing up at the depositions, including your commute time, including the time you spend managing the process of scoping and proofreading, maybe scoping a little bit yourself, maybe proofing a little, little bit yourself, applying the proofreading changes, doing the portal submissions, communicating with clients, whatever goes into your work process. If you do all of it yourself, of course, not all of it, because like we can't literally, well, I mean, most of us can't actually physically do all the scoping and proofreading, but you're doing most of the management yourself. So I'll just say it's like 60 hours a week and yeah, like we make good money. Okay. It's 60 hours. Let's say you make, let's say you do 400 pages and each page is $5. So $5 a page, 400 pages is $2,000 a week. But if you're working 60 hours, that's only $30. That's like $30 an hour. So, I mean, yeah, that could be good money, but you're not, you don't have a life. Like you're working 60 hours a week. You're burnt out and you cannot have a life with your family and with your kids or whatever it is in your life that you wanted to spend your time doing. You're really not able to if you're working 60 hours. And 60 hours is like, being generous because when I was at my busiest I don't I think I was, it felt like I was working 24 hours and of course that's an exaggeration but you know it just was so like even if I was trying to do something outside of work I couldn't be fully present I was always overwhelmed always thinking about what am I forgetting like I have so much to do I shouldn't really be doing this I had so much guilt I couldn't enjoy any kind of leisurely activity because of the amount of work that I was that I had to do and I knew that I'd be up until like one in the morning or getting up at 5 a.m to start working on transcripts or to make sure that I didn't forget anything and, you know, so many different things. And so not having a dedicated team really just stole my entire life away. And that's why I think it's so valuable to have a dedicated team, to have an assistant, a transcript manager to take care of the entire process. This is my opinion about hiring people and building a team and how we as court reporters, we need to remember 
that we're not just like freelance struggling artists. We are business owners. We are making enough money to be able to live the life that we want to live. So of course, I know that there are some people who like I myself, I do actually enjoy the scoping process and doing it myself, but it's just not it wasn't healthy at all for me to do to be spending all my time working. It, it didn't feel right. Like I needed life balance. I need, we all need life balance. And so some people I know will choose. They want to be spending like most of their time working, but most of us don't. And so if you're someone who is like me and you got into freelance corporating because you wanted more time to spend with your family and to do things you love to do and to be fully present in your life, then you will definitely benefit from going through this process of hiring a team and putting your dream team together. And if you need help implementing this process, I'm always one free call away. So we can definitely go over a plan if you need help implementing this. Also, if you want the job description that I used in 2018 to hire Natalie, my transcript manager, you can go to courtreporterconnection.com. There is a landing page that you can navigate to. You'll see on the top menu where it says transcript manager job description. So click on that and you can actually download the exact job description that I used when I hired Natalie. And she's still working with me today. She loves her job. There are so many benefits to her job that makes her very thankful for it. And even when we go through rough times, she sticks with me. Like I see her as a business partner. I treat her like a business partner. I try to make sure that she's very happy and well taken care of because I really value the work she does. And this is another key way to make sure that our team feels happy and feels comfortable and remains with us because they're more valuable than gold. If you need help with any of this, if you want the job description, go on the website and download it. I'm so excited for you to start this process and to get your life fully balanced just get your life back get your time back create the life of your dreams